TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host, Wendy Stewart. Fortnite show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion. to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host, Wendy Stewart, and thank you for tuning in. I'm so grateful to have on this episode of Wendy's Way the lovely Sally from a wonderful charity here in Melbourne called Backpacks for Vic Kids. This charity was brought to my attention by a very dear friend, Michelle Benedict, who volunteers with them and is a great champion for all that they do. I've just had a tour of the premises and I'm so impressed with what these amazing people here do and the difference they're making in everyday lives. The purpose of Backpacks for Big Kids is to aid children going into foster care and to aid foster families. Often children are placed quickly into foster care without much more than what they're wearing at the time. Backpacks for Big Kids strive to provide them with a few essential items to help them with the first 24 to 48 hours of relocation. And Sally's going to tell us all about it. And welcome, Sally, to the show. Thank you, Wendy, and welcome to Backpacks for Big Kids. Thank you very much. I'm so impressed by what I've seen. I'm just blown away by you've got, you know, you don't have the most massive space, but there's so much here. My goodness. Well, it's a much bigger space than we had last year. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. So, Sally, let's let's go back to the beginning. Please share, how did this charity start? What was the passion behind this? Why was it the one thing you had to get going off the ground? Well, in 2014, I had a little bit of money to donate somewhere and I just put out to my friends to asking them for suggestions and Backpacks for Aussie Kids was one of those organisations put forward and they were one of the three who I rang, um, made a few inquiries. I asked, you know, what sort of difference this money would make? How is your organisation run? Yes. You know, I wanted to make sure that that small amount was going to make a difference. When I was talking to Despina at Backpacks for Aussie Kids, she told me that she was shipping um, resources to children entering foster care from Far North Queensland to Victoria. Wow. And I was astounded. Um, I think I said wow to you a few times. Sorry, you can (laughs) see our faces right now. We're just like... I, I just couldn't understand why there wouldn't be enough already in Victoria. For sure. Um, I know that the Victoria has the highest number of children entering out of home care each year in Australia, but we also have very generous Yes we do. People in Victoria and a lot of a lot of resources here. So I made some um, further inquiries, I did some research. I've actually been in foster care. I've 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 been a foster carer. Yes. That's what I mean. Um, so I know that children do turn up with nothing more than what they're wearing um, in most cases and I know that the compensation to carers is pretty low. It doesn't cover the real cost of caring for a child. So I asked Espina if it would be helpful for me to be doing what she does but do it from Victoria and save on shipping and of course she said yes. So I asked friends and family. I talked about the idea and the more I talked about it, the more passionate I got about actually doing it and um, took that action and within eight weeks of talking to Des we had an incorporated association right we had a committee of management who started talking about how we were going to run where we were going to do it how we would source donations that was November 2014 by January 
2015, we'd lost our lounge room to the donations that just started <laughs> coming in. Yes. Um, we couldn't sit on the couch anymore. My hubby, who is my fiancé at the time, said, you're going to need another room, aren't you? So he built me a room. As you do. As you do. As you do. As he, as what an amazing does. gentleman. He my is goodness. amazing. Um, and awesome support for this whole project. So he built a room and we set it up and that was overfilled as well. So we found a friend who had a garage in Carrum Downs. Yes. And our shed next door to us and some other places who became drop-off points around Victoria and they helped us to store the stuff until it was packed and shipped to the kids. Yes. So we did our first shipment in April 2015. Gee, that's not a long turnaround. No. What were you deciding to start? And it's only actually, a few months. That's amazing. <laughs> because I think I knew that the need was there. I've had first-hand experience of the kids arriving with nothing and I lived in the country, so... We couldn't just pop out and grab some formula or a dummy or some clothes that fit. Absolutely. So I knew that's a difficult situation for carers to be in. But also it's the kids and the kids arriving with nothing, nothing of their own and having just lost everything that they know in the world and having nothing um, that really gets to me. So it's important to me that our packs give children not just essential items but also items of comfort that bring them some sense of security and just the knowledge that someone cares enough about them to have made this up and given it to them. Absolutely, absolutely. Sally, so tell me, who do you normally support? Where do your, you know, your beautiful donations and your backpacks, where, where do the majority of them go? Mostly in Victoria to children entering care. Our original vision in 2014 was yes. to supply to children entering foster care. Right. When I started doing my research <laughs> um, and needs analysis, we were asked before we'd even started to expand that scope to include children entering any out-of-home care. Okay. So there's kinship care and there's a few other arrangements, okay. um, respite, as well as foster care. So we did expand and we supplied to them and... Not long after we'd started, we were asked to help fill an order for an agency in New South Wales. Okay. Um, so we did that. And last year, we started shipping as well to Tasmania. So we're reaching children further than Victoria, um, which is awesome. Yes, I want to give absolutely. every child on oh, the planet. for sure. For sure. <laughs> Sleepwear sure. and clothes to wear. So was really good but our main our main focus is children entering out of home care and emergency accommodation in Victoria and you go that goes through agencies to the yes. children the agencies make the request mostly, to you? mostly we yeah. rarely would see the children yes um, it's just too hard for us to oh, yes to ship to hear about a child who's just been removed from a dangerous situation say in Mildura it's too hard for us to pack for that child yes. and get it to that child the purpose of these things really is to get them through the first 24 to 48 hours. Yes, yes. So to be able to do that, the agencies, emergency accommodation facilities, um, secure facilities have a stock and a range of the sizes on hand so that as soon as a child is identified, they can be asked or um, a carer can guess, a worker, sorry, can guess what size clothing they're wearing and just grab the pack so that when the child is taken to the carer's home or to a facility, 
they arrive with their own belongings. So I've had a lovely tour of your premises today and I've seen some of the backpacks. So could you tell the listeners, you know, briefly what you put in absolutely every backpack that you send out? There's quite a list. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have to tell me everything. We get a lot in those backpacks. Yeah. It's amazing um, when you get stuff in those packs. Oh. <laughs> and it depends on the size, the clothing size. So if it's for a baby from a size four zero to a size three, um, they all have at least five nappies and nappy sacks um, ready for use. And all the paraphernalia that you would need to clean and care for a baby wow. until you, know, you can go and source some more resources Except for, you know, no furniture or anything, but the things like something to wash them, wash their hair. So there's toiletries, bathing, face washes, things like that. Also a dummy, um, wipes, grow suits, a range of different items that you yes. use to layer or clothe the baby to make sure they're comfortable. Beanies, hats, um, sippy cut of bottles. Bottles and newborns will have a sachet of formula as well. Um, they're often hungry, of course, even when babies arrive at a secure facility with mum, who's perhaps just escaped domestic violence. Yes. 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 Um, with the kids, they usually flee um, as soon as there's a safe opportunity, so they flee with nothing more than what she's carrying at the time. At the time. So there's formula as well um, <clears throat> and a blanket. Every pack has a blanket and a soft toy. And then when we get to size twos and up to children's 18, they all have three pairs of new undies and a new pair of socks. They have two outfits at least, so a lighter yes. outfit, T-shirt and shorts, for example, and a warmer outfit, a long sleeve top and pants, and then a jacket or jumper to go with that and a singlet, maybe a, a bodysuit, grow suit. They also have something to sleep in. And it'll be the best quality that we have here yes. at the time that's packed. Um, we're working towards everything being new. Yes, yes. Um, in the meantime, we do utilise donations from the community of clothes and sleepwear. <clears throat> they also have a book to read or to be read. They have stationery so they can return to school the next day yes. or at least do their homework or maybe even journal their thoughts and feelings. Um Essential items also include the toiletries, so they have something to wash their bodies, something to wash their hair and a comb or brush, and something to clean their teeth. They also have hair ties, they might have bubble bath or body wash, loofers or sponge and face washer. The teens, so 12, size 12 and up, have roll-on deodorant. Well, that um, is so essential, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Especially in that, that age group. Yeah. That's what we've been told by kids. Yeah. So I've gone out and taken packs and unpacked them in school classrooms and said to the kids, you know, if you had to, for some reason, you had to go to someone's house and you didn't know the adults in that house, what are the things that you would really like to have with you so that you didn't have to ask? Exactly. And one of those things was the sanitary items. When I first began... It wasn't an item that I would purchase from donated or fundraised dollars, but after going to a school of, of girls and then saying that's an essential item, we would just be mortified oh, to have to ask a stranger for a pad 
or something like that. So yes. they are now an essential item for the girls size 12 That's and up. That's yeah. Yeah. So those are their hand towels for the boys. Um, and if we have bath towels and we can fit them in, then they're in there as well. They have a blanket to snuggle a torch. So size 4 and up have a torch to help them feel a bit more secure in the darkness. Yes. That's amazing. Absolutely have I covered it all? Oh, I think you <laughs> have. Pro- Sorry, more. I was just trying to think as we were going through the shelves. No, and I mean, what else obviously, <laughs> you know, it's amazing that you're doing this. So where do, where do all your items come from? I know you said you accept charity donations, but where, how do you manage to, you know, fill your beautiful backpacks? Where, do you, where does it all come from? Both the items are both donated and purchased by us. Okay. But we yes. would only purchase items that we consider essential. Um, yes. So, you know, activity books, colouring books, mm, some not other so things, much, not yeah. so much. Packets of cards, juggling balls we have on hand. <laughs> the things that we call extra love are the, yes. the, the items that we wouldn't purchase but we'd put in the backpacks if we if had, you had them. them. Yes. Okay. So yep. we do yep. ask the community for donations. We, we try to get to asking companies for those sort of support so, like corporate Donations. sponsorship, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. We need so, the money. Of, yeah. of course you do. And <laughs> leading on from that, obviously, this beautiful premises has rent. It sure does. That, that yes. you have to pay. There are, you know, yeah. electricity, water, mm. whatever else you have to do. Like, what what is your main source of fundraising or income to take care of all of this? Okay. So, we don't have any funding arranged from any lovely government source right. yet. Um, we're working on it. But in the meantime, we need to fundraise. We need to um, ask for that corporate support and sponsorship. Yes. And we've opened the op shop. So here at the same premises, we've got a, um, a community enterprise that brings in the revenue, which has thankfully covered the rent and the overheads of the premises. That's amazing. Which is, it is amazing. Oh, it's incredible. My goodness. And it's all run by volunteers and staffed by volunteers. And it's it's a huge help and a huge relief on our committee to have that revenue coming in. It's funny, you know, there was millions of grants, millions of dollars worth of grants that we could all access and give to, you know, amazing people like yourselves will be fantastic. So let's move on to the volunteers. They seem absolutely wonderful, the few that I've <laughs> met today. Yeah, no, amazing. <laughs> Most volunteers are pretty special people and from what I know, yes. you know, from what I've come into. So how does one become a volunteer with yourselves and what do the volunteers do here? <clears throat> well, some people need to volunteer hours to meet a Centrelink requirement, for example. Sure. So they would arrange that through their um, other job agency or... Centrelink, okay, directly, and ask if they can do some of the hours here. Then either that way or just because they're very kind people who have some spare time (laughs) and would like to help us, yes, they just turn up. So you can just call in here. We're open Tuesday to Friday um, every week except for public holidays. So people just pop in and introduce themselves and we have the tour just like we did this morning and have a look around and talk about the variety of tasks that volunteers can do here to help us achieve what we are achieving. Absolutely. And, I mean, you know, everyone's got different abilities and Mm. so, you know, obviously you work out what's the best fit for each volunteer. I do. Wonderful. And do they need to have, like, a police check or working with – just asking because I know that that sometimes is a requirement. We don't do that with every person. 
but um, it's certainly helpful to arrive with one if they already have one. Yeah, it makes it easier for you, yeah, doesn't it? Absolutely. So, yeah, exactly. So moving on, you're having an amazing fundraiser night coming up on Friday the 5th of May. And I can tell you, everybody, I'm absolutely delighted that I'm going to be one of the guest speakers and I'm so thrilled to have been asked. It's such a privilege and I can't wait. Oh, we're to... thrilled that oh, you're going Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Come and talk to oh, our Absolutely, lady. absolutely. So would you tell the listeners a little bit about it, how they can get some tickets? Do you need any donations? Let's, you know, put it out there and see what can happen. Awesome. Um, we love donations of any items that we can use for either silent auctions for example or as prizes for raffles or door prizes Um, we have quite a lot for that night already organized which is awesome but i'd never say no you never say (laughs) no because even if you don't use it this time you know yeah something in the future kind of thing yeah we try to run a fundraiser monthly if we can but that yes. takes a lot of time so i need absolutely volunteers to help with that as well it's, yeah sure um, our ladies night which is going to be here at our headquarters on the 5th of may uh is 25 dollars a head per adult yes and we are supplying a light supper but if you'd like to bring drinks of your own that's great too We'll have silent auction, and then I think so far there's more than 20 items That's to amazing. be auctioned. Yes. And a lot of it is from a wonderful Nutrimedics consultant, Tracy, who is also going to be a speaker Brilliant. alongside you, Wendy. Wonderful, wonderful. And she donated a lot. So there's things there that you could grab for yourself, try to win it in the auction and win something for mum for Mother's yeah. Day as That's, well. That's always a good idea, isn't it? Yeah. So how does... How does somebody get a ticket to this event? Tickets are available through Try Booking, and I think the reference is PEJW. That's okay because I'm going to have it all over the notes of the show when it goes live, all over my social media awesome. shortly, awesome. and I will. what I will do is put a link that they can direct to you to the link oh, to absolutely. book the ticket. So the poster you know, and the link is on uh, our Facebook page okay, as well. Great. So, yes. So I'll put um, links to all of that on my social media, everybody listening. So maybe you could share it on all of your social media out there too and let's help these people as much as we can, please. So let's go to your personal life. Now, you decided to start this. I know I've been involved in a few things like this, so I assuming it can be quite overwhelming and yeah. take over your life, so to speak. Um, I'm the kind of person that gives it all or nothing. So same, same. <laughs> yeah, to our detriment sometimes. I think. consume my life and my lounge room and my property, and yeah, now we had to move here. So, um, I think it's just because I'm so passionate that I chose to give give it so many hours, and because I'm a I'm very goal oriented. So when the committee of management set their new goal for this year to be two thousand packs delivered to children in Victoria I've immediately gone into okay that's this many per month this many per week I have to make this many calls to make that happen I'm going to need this many donations I'm going to have to raise okay here's our new fundraising target for the year $150,000 that's a huge amount of money that's a massive amount of money but I love how your brain works no but you've broken it down into its achievable tasks like you yes. know what you're up against you know what not up against but you know what you need to do I know. to achieve that 2000 and target. i'm always tracking in my mind i'm always checking in with those short-term goals to see how we're going and what i need to do and what i need to lift but what i really use to survive if you like <laughs> is um finding the champions finding volunteers who are 
are awesome, kind, and lovely people, but have the skills that I don't have. So I know I'm not, you know, I'm not an expert in everything. And running an organisation as well as a community enterprise, as well as getting resources to children all over the state, um, is not an easy task and I couldn't do it by myself. So I pull in my friends and family (laughs) and find, I guess. I just put it out to the community like we are, asking for volunteers and for those, not always, but sometimes the specific um, skill sets that, I don't have or just don't have the time to use. So that's probably how exactly. I do it. Exactly. <laughs> but so, asking other people for help. Yeah, and that you have to do it. One of the things that I always say on everything Wendy's way is it takes a village. Absolutely. And, and I know I cannot do what I do without my village, you know, without the support of my amazing husband, my friends, my mm. family you know, acquaintances, whatever, they're all my village. So the same with you. And you spoke briefly about your husband building you a room for this stuff. So yeah. he must be a huge part of this if you wouldn't yeah. mind sharing. Like oh, how yeah. do you two find time for each other, time to, you know, be a couple apart from all of this that you do, which is amazing. We got married in November, so we're not only. <laughs> so you're organising your wedding as well as doing all yeah, of it. Yeah. Okay, good, good. <laughs> no pressure. We've actually only been together for three years, so this idea started not long after I moved in with him. Yes. Be- probably before he realised what a focused kind of right. um, potentially nutty person I am. Um, but he he could see that this was something that resonated with me on a soul level and it was something that I just had to do. So whereas other things and ideas and fanciful things I might come up with, he has some, you know... Tactful way of saying possibly yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> He's good at um, feedback and helping me realise that probably wasn't a good idea. But this idea um, I think resonated with him too. He's an amazing father who yes. puts his family first just like I do. So um, he's just so capable and so supportive and has never questioned anything to do with backpacks. How amazing. Um, yeah. And so how do you find time for yourselves? You know, for you, how do you how do you nurture yourself every day, and be a mum, and be a wife, and be you know a daughter, or a sister, or a friend? How do you how do you make all this happen and find some sort of balance in all of this? We have um, Ross and I have regular weekends away, so we get away from the teenagers at home. It's really, run, run, really important. <laughs> Leave them a pack and run. Sometimes we don't tell them. That Even we're better. going away for the weekend, so they <laughs> love can't it. plan those things. Thinking yes. that we're going to be away. Yes. Um, also, every Thursday night, and this is Ross's idea, admittedly, it's not mine. <laughs> Ross makes sure that we have romantic candlelit dinner night every oh, Thursday night. Love it. So the kids have come to know it as weird food night, um, okay. and they're things that they don't probably won't want to eat, which right. is fantastic because it means we don't have to cook for there them. There you go. So Ross plans that evening. We don't talk about work. We don't talk about the kids or any issues with the kids. We just love each other and he makes amazing food and spends usually a few days planning what he's going to cook. By the time I get home, he's already home from work, um, showered and dressed in his nice clothes and shoes, smelling fabulous, (laughs) and he's in the kitchen making fabulous food and just has it ready and we share you know, a drink or water or whatever it is on the night 
<clears throat> share food and then just sit down on the couch and have time together. And that happens every week. I think that is so critical yeah. to do that yeah, because otherwise absolutely. you're going to lose yourselves in all of this and, you know, well, I'd be all, here. Well, I'd just keep well, volunteering my true, time and keep true. packing here. Very true. <laughs> if I didn't have a nice man and a nice meal to go exactly. with Exactly. <laughs> but we need, you know, we, we need, yeah, everybody here needs you to be okay and to take care of yourself and, you know, my the message behind Wendy's Way is always, you know, be kind to yourself, look yeah. after yourself, love yourself. And I think you do that so beautifully. And the fact that you have this every week, you know, I hope everybody out there did it because I know I do it on a Friday night, possibly not candlelight dinner, but we, Friday, know, we have Friday date night. night. For us, Friday yeah. night is relaxed. And yeah. And yeah. it's usually, you know, maybe a hot dog or... Nice. <laughs> nice. Don't have to think so about it go, too no. much. <laughs> Thursday night is extravagant, two or three courses, and then Friday night is whatever. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you for that. So, Sally, how does everyone find out about becoming a volunteer here? Would you share possibly your website? I know you're Absolutely. on Facebook and stuff, which and I have all the links when we have when the show goes live, but how can people find out, you know, even if they wanted to make a donation, if they can't actually physically, if they're not in the state or not anywhere near where we are, where you are right now, how can they go about doing that? Oh, it's please? easy. Easy peasy. There's a few ways. One is to go to our website which is backpacksforvickids.org.au and the four is a number four. Yes. Um, we have a donate page and it has several options for using PayPal and different amounts or you can nominate an amount. You can also set up a regular monthly donation oh, if you like. We do do have um, DGR status, so donations are tax deductible. Wonderful. Um, you can also directly transfer to our bank account. Um those details are on our Facebook page, our website, and we can give them by email or telephone. Yes. And you can send us a check. <laughs> Old-fashioned checks. Old do they fashioned. even exist? Oh, yes. Yeah, they do. Yes. <laughs> Occasionally they do arrive, and when I open that mail, I go leaping like a gazelle around the oh, premises. <laughs> I'd like to, oh, I really hope I'm here one day to see that. I'd love to see that. That would be a good YouTube video for the website. <laughs> so it gets very excited when a few dollars come in. Come in, yeah. 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 And Sally, your physical address, are you willing to give that out so that people know where to find yeah, you? for sure. And can they drop off donations to you? If you yes. could speak a little bit about what you might be wanting at the moment, please. We prefer donations to come when we're open. Yes, of um, course. We're on a very busy street, so... If things are left outside, oh, right. yes. either we, you know, they'll just get ruined, yes, or we'll get fined. Oh, okay. So, well, we don't <laughs> don't do that, everybody. Yeah, don't, please don't please drop don't off dump. things after hours. <laughs> don't dump, please. Don't. They dump. can't afford the fines. No, please, no. Um, during off our normal hours, so the op shop is open Monday to Friday, and the <clears throat> the charity backpacks for the kids is open Tuesday to Friday. Fantastic. Here at the same premises, yes. So items either for the op shop or for the kids can be brought here. Uh, and the address is 86 Cams Road, Cranbourne. It's very easy to find, very close to the train station and McDonald's is always a good landmark yes. on the corner. So very, very easy to find, guys. <laughs> Turn right at McDonald's and left and it's on your left, you basically. Yeah. So wonderful. Donations that we always need are um, clothing that's in excellent or new condition yes. is wonderful. We were always running short of sleepwear. So okay. if people see sleepwear for children that's, you know, reduced on sale sure. at a clearance, either buy it and post it to us <laughs> or let us know that they've found 
Mm-hmm. That would be good. Then you could get you know your whole network to go and get it for we you do, if you need. Absolutely. Yeah, we have yeah. some great secret shoppers. Sure, sure. That's what we need. <laughs> Who are always in the the big shops and the chain stores, and they let us know that they found. Um, you know, I said girls under size four to six are down to fifty cents a packet, and, and they buy. They'll post that a photo of that and a message on our Facebook page. That's so fantastic. That then others in that area can go and purchase some as well. Wonderful. Well, I hope everyone will jump on the website, do what you can, volunteer, donate, get on their Facebook page, like them, support these amazing people for everything that they are doing because they are truly incredible and I feel so humbled after what I have seen today. So thank you, Sally, for being on my show and sharing this story of Backpacks for Big Kids. Um, All the links will be on my website when the show goes live and on all my social media. And I really am grateful for your time today and for you taking the time to show me around and tell me a little bit about it and introduce me to all the amazing work that you're doing. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. So thank you all for listening to this episode of Wendy's Way. If you liked it, I'd love you to subscribe to my show on iTunes. Please give it a rating. Feel free to share this episode with your family and friends. For all things Wendy's Way, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and through my website, which is www.wendysway.com.au. I hope you have a happy, safe, and blessed day. Remember, it takes a village. Be kind to yourselves always, and bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.